Hey, it's Davis, and if you are a type 2 diabetic and you're completely burned out, well, first off, let me let you know right now that my heart is absolutely with you, and more importantly, in the next couple of minutes here, I'm going to show you three steps to not only shatter that, slingshot yourself out of that, and not only that, I'm going to show you just how you can completely avoid a lot of this stuff in the first place, so let's just get right into it. Hi. My name is Davis, and I'm part of a group you've probably never heard of. We can't be defined by the mainstream as together we're the face of a movement. And because we all know that what type 2 diabetes can do to us and the people that we love, we want all the possibilities to live in the life that we deserve. Since we're fighting for ourselves, the people that we love, and for one another, we have to play the game different. We have to play the game smarter. Because the faster we spread our message and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families. And the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world world forever. So if no one's ever told you, let me be the first to tell you right now that you have every single right to live in the life that you've always wanted, that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms, and don't ever let anyone take that from you. Now, if you ask someone stuck in the past, they tell you what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day, all because we chose life over type 2, and these are our stories. Now, on a personal note, since we know what works for everybody is different, do not use any of this information to treat, cure, or diagnose type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition as any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. I'm simply sharing what's taken me from a total diet failure since I was a kid, then turned morbidly obese and diagnosed type 2 diabetic and ultimately told that I'd probably end up dying the same way that my grandfather did to completely turning everything around and now sharing everything in the hopes to save as many lives and the hopes to save as many families that deal and struggle with the same metabolic condition that I have. So if you haven't already, go ahead and like, subscribe, share this information, and let's get on with the show. Hey, it's Davis. Are you a type 2 diabetic? Have you ever gone from like diet to diet, you know, with like these different ups and downs, and in the end, you just wanted the freedom to be yourself, right? Or maybe you're like me, where you've, you know, gone online, and you watch all these other people, like Facebook groups, or on the internet, or whatever, completely turn a page, turn their lives around, and you're like wondering, like, Man, when's it finally going to be my turn, right? Look, if any of this sounds familiar to you, for you, I've made a 21-day free blood sugar challenge. That's right. It's a free 21-day blood sugar challenge, and you can get it right now at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. That's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. In it, I reveal all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never see anywhere else. Everything from like the highlighter trick that I use to completely shortcut the success behind a lot of these different type 2 diabetes diets out there without any of the headache, the strain, or any of the pressure, and really the stalls and the breakups that a lot of these other people are going through with those diets, right? At the same time, I show you everything from like how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise, or any hardcore dieting whatsoever, and I even show you the three-step A1C shortcut, and you can get it all right now for free at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Hey, it's D. So, you know what? Let's just get right into it. So, you know, there's different types of burnout, right? There is, you know, there's diet burnout, there's physical burnout, there's emotional burnout, there's like, you know, there's mental burnout. There's just so many different ways of getting burnt out. And that's the complete son of a gun of type 2 diabetes. So, let me share with you something, okay? Because this one thing, the first thing that I'm going to share you with, share with you right now can be like the catalyst that shatters and breaks all of that for you once and for all. Because here's the deal, okay? This thing about type 2 diabetes, the one thing that we all know, and it sucks, but I'm going to tell you right now because it's the absolute gospel truth, you know, if you will, is that, hey, look, 
um, what makes type 2 diabetes what it is, the monster that it is, is that it doesn't care about me. It doesn't care about you. It doesn't care about our dreams, our goals, our aspirations. It doesn't care about our family. It doesn't care, you know, how much the drug industry makes on people like you and I. It doesn't care how many people die day to day. It doesn't care about any of that. Okay. And I say that because a um, part of this, part of this journey is when we understand that part, what's weird about that is that this part of the journey or understanding that part of this journey is like a buddy of mine in college. Okay. Like he basically had, uh, he had this car or whatever, and we were just, you know, kind of out and about or whatever. And I guess one day he had spilled some soda on his, on the seat of his car. Okay. He spilled so he spilled soda on the seat of his car and, um, you know, he just kind of like wipes it, you know, down with a, um, with a, with a napkin or whatever. It doesn't really come out. He takes, you know, some sort of like fragrance thing, like wipes it down. That doesn't, you know, and the next thing you know, like, man, I got this gross, stain on my thing, man. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Next thing you know, we hang out again and he has like a seat cover on there, right? Time goes by, time goes by, time goes by. And then, you know, I think he went to sell the car. He takes the seat covers off and stuff like that. And then the stain is still there, right? And I'm like, dude. And he's like, yeah, man, I got to get rid of this thing. You know, I got to wash this thing before I sell the car. I want to give the person a clean car, right? So goofball me, I just literally just take, you know, like a rag or whatever, a wet rag. I go into the garage. He had like some liquid detergent. I just pour a little dab on there, put some water on the rag, <clears throat> scrub the seat a little bit, give it like three, like maybe like five, 10 minutes of attention max. Okay. Max. And then the, you know, the, uh, the seat dries and then that stain was gone like forever. Right. And what's funny is, is like, dude, this guy like did everything from like, you know, wipe it down and like, just, he just took all these weird little like wannabe shortcut ways out of it, just like not addressing it. Okay. And what I mean by that, here's number one. Okay. When we understand that like this journey with type two is a lifelong march. And not only that, it's something that is really for a lot of us, when we can learn how to embrace this and empower ourselves can really be our victory march for the vast majority of us, right? Like our victory marathon, if you will, for the rest of our lives. And so when we do this one thing, it can completely change everything. And here's what it is, okay? Embrace where you're at right now and understand both sides of that coin, okay? And I'm gonna get into that here for a second, okay? So whether it is physical, whether it's mental, whether it's diet, whether it's whatever it is, okay? I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm actually going through this myself, okay? Like I said, I'm not some, oh, I'm a type two diabetes specialist and you know, I've worked with type two diabetes and blah, 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 blah. Look, I know a lot of those folks mean well, and I'm happy to make friends with them. And I'm happy to celebrate every single one that they ever make. However, I think we all know kind of deep inside what separates the difference there is that like, we're actually the ones living it. You know what I mean? And, um, because of that, there's a level of understanding and a level of empathy that I think a lot of people will never understand. Cause a lot of times we feel alone, right? Um, it's almost like me, becoming a doctor and like reading every single case study from around the world and me delivering babies. And let's be real here. I'm a dad, right? I've had the fun part of making babies. You know what I'm saying? But in the same breath, like regardless of me, if I was ever a doctor, let's say, and if I had delivered a thousand babies and was the number one doctor in the world of giving birth and even like, you know, making babies, <laughs> um, I could never tell a woman what it would be and feel like to have a child, right? 
And so when we understand that, I say embrace that because, hey, look, let me tell you right now, you are worth it. You are loved. All of your dreams, aspirations, the goals that you want for yourself, the people that you love mean everything. They're priceless. Nobody can ever take that from you. Not even type 2 diabetes, which is why I want you to know right now that you are cared and you're loved for. That's why I do this kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I want you to know, number one, that you're not alone. Okay? Number one, embrace where you're at right now. Because just like my buddy who just tried to like, you know, throw, you know, just wipe it down real quick or gloss over it or, you know, throw a cover on it or whatever. Unless we actually just get in there, embrace where we're at right now. Guess what? It's probably not going to be a surprise if this monkey keeps coming back around. And if you're anything like me, who was at one time a huge emotional eater, a rational relationship with food, it's just going to feed into that cycle over and over and over, right? We might as well yank those covers off and say, wow, like, you know, why am I feeling this way? Why do I do this to myself? And maybe it's something that's deep seated. Maybe it was because I was the fat kid for, you know, for the longest time. Maybe it was because I was the, I was the token pun of the fat jokes forever. Maybe it was because of the way that I hid behind my own sense of humor, but then held up my weight and my size and the way that I felt about myself as the punching bag for everybody, right? Whatever it is, that might be different for you, right? And the minute I actually kind of like embraced that and said, hey, you know what? Like maybe that was part of me and maybe it might be part of me to this day, which is probably a part of what fuels me today in helping other people, right? Who might be in a similar situation, however that is for you, right? Um, Let's be real here. Type two diabetes this, this, this journey that we're on here together, it's just another layer of life that can throw us curveballs, completely throw us curveballs. So let me share with you right now where I'm at, and I'm going to share with you all these different solutions and the hope that it not only inspires you, empowers you, but gives you a bunch of answers that probably no one else has ever given you before. Okay. So put things in a context. If typically we go up to a type two diabetic and let's just take a lot of what is, I wouldn't say mainstream or fad because that's just not fair. What I would say is very pronounced right now. Let's put it that way, right? Very popular, if you will, right? Which is, you know, things like, uh, you know, intermittent fasting, uh, ketogenic, you know, eating, very low carb eating, um, um, I said intermittent fasting, right? Uh, different types of exercise, whether it is uh, low volume, high reps, low reps, um, heavy weight, whether it's intervals, whether it's low intensity, steady state, uh, you know, cardio, whatever it is. Okay. Now, I'll tell you right now, coincidentally, I'm doing all of that. <laughs> okay. I'm doing all of that right now and I'm putting on weight, okay? Um, and it's, I'm not saying, you know, feel bad for me or anything. Like that's just, this is, you know, if you're, a, if you're a working person, right? You're a working parent, a, a, a spouse or whatever, and you have a professional life, well, hey, welcome to the club. You know what I mean? Like who doesn't have responsibilities? We got bills to pay, right? We got a family to feed, right? Like that's, that's kind of like what we signed up for, right? Like not only that, like that's kind of like the joy of life, right? Um, but in the same breath, yeah, let's be real here. I work crazy. I'm working crazy hours right now, okay, to put things into context. 
Um, I will, I'm, I'm intermittent fasting, not because I want to be super cute fasting guy. I'm intermittent fasting because by the time I wake up, I get my cheeks into the office. By the time I brew my first cup of coffee and it sits on my desk, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm blitzing it for like the next, I don't know, nine, 10, 12 hours. Right. And then after that, you know, I, I come home come home and because I didn't eat all day, I now have my one meal, right? And it's at the end of the day, right? And then, you know, it's because I'm, I have the, uh, the Don's effect. My blood sugar spikes uncontrollably in the morning. If I don't do something to control it, I am now forced to eat super low carb keto at night, right? Like I'm not even a keto guy. You know what I mean? As much as I lived there forever. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really like, you know, um, wide base, low carb, you know, um, but yeah, you know, like, and my blood sugars are crazy, right? I'm getting like three and a half hours of sleep. Um, I will then go because I promised my son, my, my boy, my, my wife and my kids mean the world to me. Okay. So my son and I, we like to work out four 30 in the morning. Okay. I'm doing a bad job at it. Okay. Let me be real here today. I slept in and I woke up at six. Okay. I normally get up at four 30. We typically hit the gym. We ride out at the gym and then we're usually back home by six. And then obviously from six, I just blitz it. Um, you know, in the morning and then obviously get to work, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Inside of that, obviously recording the podcast, the YouTube videos, which I'm now doing vlogs because of my crazy schedule. I just want to show you what this all looks like because, Hey, look, um, it sounds cool to say that we're, you know, Hey, I'm a type two diabetic and I can do all this or what that's, that's just stupid. You know what I mean? And instead I would rather just yank the covers off and show, you know, share with you how I actually do it. So if you haven't already, you know, go ahead and check out my YouTube channel. Um, what's funny is everywhere on social media, I completely suck for whatever reason. The podcast is doing, you know, phenomenally well. So thank you. Thank you for like, you know, allowing me to share what's helped me turn myself around and really kind of like what's helped others turn their stuff around. And more than anything, I want you to know right now that I absolutely hope, um, unlike any wannabe like diet guru saying that they're cool or whatever, I want to change all that. And I just want to lay all the pieces out to give you as many shots and give you as many tools and resources to live in the life that you've always wanted. Okay. So here's what we're doing. When I say embrace where we're at. Okay. All right. Cool. So let me look at the light side of this. Okay. The light side of this is, Hey, look, I'm working hard right now because I love my wife. I love my children. Yeah. Type two diabetes sucks. Okay. It would be awesome to say, Hey, I'm intermittent fasting 20 hours a day eating keto. And I am doing intervals. I am doing, uh, you know, high reps, um, you know, low weight. I am doing slow. I'm even doing slow, uh, no, the doctor, uh, the work of Dr. Doug McGuff, slow reps, right? Where you actually do like, um, whether it's a heavyweight or a lightweight, what you do is you basically lift, you do very small reps, but you do it very slow. And what it does is it forces all the concentration on the muscle. It gives all the stimulus directly to the muscle instead of articulating joints over and over and over. Well, anyways, I don't get too long to get into it, into that, but I'm doing all of that stuff. Okay. And I'm still, I still have high blood sugar. Okay. Yeah. It, you know, life sometimes your body's just going to be like, yeah, you think you're cool? Hold my beer. You know what I mean? It's going to do whatever it wants to do. Okay. Now, a lot of times it can be really hard to stop and say, man, like this sucks. And it does, you know, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Mr. Cool guy. No, it, it does suck sometimes. Um, however, right. However, when I embrace both sides and I say, Hey, look, this type two diabetes thing doesn't care about me. 
It doesn't care about my wife. It doesn't care about my kids, right? And I can look them in the eyes. I can look at myself in the eyes. I can realize the whole reason why I started the whole goofy thing, the whole reason why I invest money and give all this stuff away. You know what's funny? You want to know what's crazy funny? I tried my dangness to format. If you're anything like me, you've gone on like, you know, YouTube, Facebook, listen to podcasts, you've bought online things, you've bought supplements, you've, you know, registered for, you know, like the gym, you've tried, you've probably bought like a million and one different gym toys, you've probably bought all these different supplements, you've probably bought like a ketone monitor, you probably bought all kinds of stuff, you know what I mean? And yeah, I was that dude too. Just to realize at the end of the day, it's really just a couple of things. And the reason why I say that is my goal in like not only my 21 day challenge, but even in my secrets to solving the matrix. And even after spending all this money on countless books and all this other stuff to study other people's work, my goal is to do what no one else is doing, which is not only like give the vast majority of it away for free. So I can move that free line and give way more value than anyone else because I don't, I don't think that any type 2 diabetic should ever be put in a bag or in a box, okay? Number one. Number two, um, you know, I sincerely believe that everybody deserves, you know, every shot at life that they have to live, okay? So when we embrace those two sides of the coin, it's very easy to say, oh, okay, I can make peace with that. You know what I mean? Like I got way too much to live for. You know what I mean? Like this is, we can get over this. We can, we can do this. This is fine. Okay, this is totally cool. Okay, so now once we embrace once we embrace where we're at, here we go. Next step. Okay, step number two is to change up the routine, flip it up. Okay, I'll tell you right now. If you're in a weird, dark, goofy place or whatever, here's typically what I do. Okay, number one, I'll either throw on something funny or I'll throw on like a song or something like that, and I'll get outside, go outside. Um, whether it's hot, whether it's cold, whether it's raining or whatever, I will get outside and I'll either go for a walk. I'll try to even maybe even do like a little spicy power walk, right? If you can run, go for a run. If you, um, if you have like bad knees or something like that, no worries. Walk it out. All right. Walk it out. Get the body moving outside. And here's why. Okay. Number one, we want to get oxygen pumping to the blood. Okay, pump the blood full of oxygen. Okay, you know how like people get all excited when they're like, "Hey, I get in, I got into ketosis," and like, "Wow, my body feels all <laughs> right." The truth of the matter is, is like you know, becoming fat adapted it takes some time, and it's a phenomenal march. The beautiful part about that is, is that <clears throat> when we see people go through that physiological and mental change because of that, when we pump oxygen into the blood, and that oxygenated blood hits the brain. Okay, when it hits the brain, it flips the same kind of switch and you, it releases dopamines and you're like, woo, in like a couple of minutes. Okay, literally, like if you get out there and you pump oxygen to the brain, nice, just real nice, right? And you throw on some like, you know, fast paced music, motivational music, whether it's, you know, like the Rocky theme song, your favorite country song, whatever it is, throw on some heavy metal Hip, you know, 90s hip hop, some 80s dance, whatever it is, all right? Whatever it is, throw it in there, get the get get that part of the brain firing, and the next thing you know, when those dopamines hit the brain, when the oxygenated blood hits the brain, it flips that switch and you're like, "All right, I got to do something. I got to take a step. I got to do something," right? Bingo. The beautiful thing about that is that you can literally do that in like 5 minutes. 
Okay. The other part of switching the routine reply or applies rather to everything from the movements that we make to the way that we're eating to the foods that we eat and everything in between. Okay. And here's what I mean. Okay. So for me right now, I'm, I'm stacking a bunch of calories, regardless of how many that I'm burning way out in the day or whatever, um, in the earlier part of the day. And I really don't eat until like, until like dinner time. You know what I mean? So I'm literally going like, you know, anywhere from 22 to 24, maybe sometimes like over like 25 and 26 hours fasted before I have a, a meal or whatever. It doesn't have to be that radical, dude. It doesn't have to be that radical. And that's probably why my body my cortisol levels are way up because, you know, all that crazy stress. My body, you know, the, the fat hormone, right, is firing like crazy. And that's probably why I'm putting on a lot of weight. I'm doing all the right things. My blood sugar is high and I'm putting on weight, you know, whatever, right? Anyways, um, switch up the routine. So what I'm going to be doing now, just to let you know, is I'm going to be... Um, I'm going to be eating a lot earlier in the day. So um, I'm going to start having way bigger lunches. Okay. And then going you know, a little lighter on the dinner. Okay. Like not stacking all my, my calories, if you will, right at night. And you know, um, there's just a lot of like bad things that happen with that. Um, at least, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, me stepping on the scale. Cause dude, I, the other day I was editing and I was like, dude, how did my belly get so big? And I started looking at my, my meals and I'm like, uh, I'm not eating pizza and ice cream. Like what happened? You know what I mean? And yeah, that's a huge part. Okay. So switch up the routine. If you are doing a crazy fast, okay. Maybe break that down into two meals. Maybe break that down into three meals. If you're eating a whole bunch of times, you no, know, during the day, maybe you need to break that down into three meals or even two meals or possibly one meal. Right. Um, also, if you let's say you are um, on the dieting thing, right? Maybe you're doing keto and you're getting kind of burned out, right? Let's be real here. When it comes to a lot of these different diet and eating protocols, as much as I celebrate all the wins from them, as much as they all have things that we can, you know, all learn from and apply, as much as they all have positive benefits and have saved countless lives, the truth of the matter is, is there's a lot of holes. And problems that a lot of them can lead to, right? So for example, if you've ever tried eating the same way, the same thing, every single meal, every single day for the rest of your life, for a lot of people, that doesn't work. You know what I mean? And I'm just being fair to everybody, right? Um, look at any diet, whether it came from the 80s, the 90s, or even the early 2000s, and you start to look, oh yeah, I had, you know, this person made it 30 years or 20 years or five years or 10 years or whatever, right? And high five to that person, right? In the same breath, we're not, nobody's an idiot here, right? Like if we ask a simple question, like, hey, how many people had to try and fail for that one person to make it five, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years? And we look at those odds, probably not the odds that we want to bet our lives on, right? Probably don't want to put ourselves in a box, right? So switch it up, right? If you are going crazy on the fats or whatever, chill on that, dude. And then maybe up your proteins, right? It sounds crazy. It sounds super, super crazy. But I'll tell you right now, there are a lot of low carb people and whether they're keto, paleo, um, you know, maybe even like uh, Atkins or whatever that have greatly increased their metabolic flexibility. Okay. A perfect example. We didn't have a chance to talk about, it, but huge shouts out to James, right? So he was saying, if you actually play his episode, gentleman lost 150 pounds or 150 plus. I think at the time it was like a buck 50, just under a buck 55. Knowing that guy, he's such a gangster. He's probably like a buck 60. But anyways, he, inside of his interview was sharing, Hey, I actually had 
sushi and yeah, I tested my blood sugar and they're like 90. I'm like, what? You know what I mean? And here's what I mean by that. Okay. Metabolic flexibility and feel free to look up the work of a gentleman by the name of Mark Sisson. Okay. It's kind of like this, right? So I had um, kind of like pulled my back right? Or kind of like hurt my lower back. And one of my buddies coincidentally is like one of the Olympic coaches that's taking, that's going to the Olympics this summer. And so anyways, long story short, I told him about my back and the next thing you know, he has all these different stretches and like things that he's doing to the front side of my hips. And he's like, yeah, you know, like normally it's kind of like a yin yang thing. Like usually if the back hurts or something tied up in the front, he has me do these little stretches or whatever. The next thing you know, I hear, I hear, and I feel like a little click and he's like, yeah, there goes the release. And I was like, what? And all of a sudden I stand up and I'm like, whoa. And it wasn't like some overnight thing. Like, you know, not one of these, you know, like, you know, slap me on the forehead. I see Jesus. And all of a sudden, like, you know, I can, I can break dance or whatever. No, it would, but I, I would say like at least 80 to 85, if not closer to 95% of the pain and the issues that I were having vanished just like that. Okay. Um, and it came from doing the opposite side. Okay. What I mean by that is when you are low carb, and you probably already know this if you study a lot, of, a lot of the science and stuff like that, a lot of the research, is that you become very insulin sensitive, right? High five to that. Woohoo. I love that, right? Um, when you are naturally, it also makes it easy for your body to drive down those glucose numbers because once the glucose hits the bloodstream, all the cells are like, woohoo, let's do this. Let's suck them in, right? And the next thing you know, it helps drive it down, okay? If we had a quote-unquote regular conversation with James and he wasn't even telling the story about how he lost, you know, like a buck 50, right? And we just talked about, oh, hey, I ate, I ate sushi and I had, you know, 90, uh, you know, blood sugar numbers in the 90s. People be like, what? You know what I mean? However, when we all understand, oh, yeah, he lives like this low-carb lifestyle, right? Bingo, right? Um, he is a perfect example. Um, I've, um, you know, experienced the same thing. Okay. And a lot of that really kind of stems from the fact that, um, a lot of that really comes from the fact that also when it comes to carbs, it doesn't take like a rocket scientist to figure out like, you know, like a bowl of sugar and a bowl of Brussels sprouts are two totally different things, right? They're not, they're not the same. Not all carbs are the same, right? So when we understand that, it's like, oh, okay. So when I have like chia seed pudding and I have like anywhere from 40, 60, 80 or 100 grams, right? It's not like I'm eating, it's not like I'm eating ice cream. You know what I mean? Like those seeds, not to be graphic or anything, but let me put it this way. They go in the, they go in one way and they come out the same. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just kind of there for the ride. Okay. Um, they don't really break down. It's not like a sugar, you know, it's not like a sugar, uh, a sugar molecule or a sugar, um, whatever it is, like a little, those little granular grains of sugar, right? Um, that literally just disintegrate in the bloodstream or the second that they hit your tongue, right? And they become like liquid and that, that liquid gets right into the bloodstream and bingo, right? No, these are like little seeds. Basically, it's almost like, uh, you know, the, like my, when we were a kid and we had like the BB gun, might as well just swallow a whole bunch of BBs, right? Because it's going to go in one way and come, come out the same, okay? So that's the other part of switching it up, 
Okay. So, you know, switch up your proteins, maybe switch up the carbohydrates that you're eating, maybe switch up the timing that you're eating. If you, if you have your, if you're eating a particular way or even working out a particular way. Okay. Let's say you are doing a bunch of like Zumba classes, or let's say you're only lifting weights, switch it up. Okay. You would be amazed when I, like at this gym that I go to, when I start to see like more and more dudes in the Zumba classes. Okay. When I also see more and more women of all ages, shapes and sizes lifting weights. One of the, one of the more inspirational people that I, or groups, if you will, that I love now is going to be uh, CrossFit. Okay. Some of the, I actually kind of ran into some of these transformation stories on the show. I think it's like 600 pound life or something like that, where these people are like morbidly, morbidly obese. And it's funny because when we look at the CrossFit circles, they look really intimidating. However, when you look around online, everything from seniors, morbidly obese, people with, you know, a physical, I don't know what the, the PC, the politically correct term is now to use, but you know, they're, uh, the, the, you know, necess- like they, they don't have arms and stuff like that. I don't know how to say it, but you know, just people that have, that don't have the same physical attributes that maybe some of us, um, you know, do have, right? However, that's supposed to be said, right? My heart goes to, out to everybody. I don't mean any offense to anybody, you know? Um, so yeah, switch that up. Okay. Switch up the routine. Or if you're just kind of like all over the place, set one up. Set up a routine. And if you want to see just how easy all of this started, for me, it didn't start with a crazy diet. My real transformation started with one meal. And you can get that for free at lifeovertype2.com on the first page. It's the one meal that changed everything because I was literally like diet failure since I was like a kid. And I, it didn't, wasn't some transformational, ha ha. It was literally, it all started with one meal. Okay. Anyways, I give you that for free. Um, the other thing there is to understand and to slip the punch. And here's what I mean by that. And you're actually here. You're going to come to work with me. So we're going to walk. Okay. So um, the other part of that is going to be um, slipping the punch. Okay. And here's what I mean by that. Okay. So when we know that this is going to come around over or that it can come around over and over and over and bear with me for a split second, let me just kind of swig my coffee real quick. Thank you. I didn't mean to do that dramatic, uh, to be dramatic. I actually just did that because I'm uh, trying to get out of the, trying to get out of here. So anyways, um, when we understand that these things can happen over and over and over again, okay, because, you know, um, type two diabetes is one of those things that we, it just doesn't go away, right? Here's the beautiful part about that. We can learn to slip the punch. We can learn to stop that from even happening a lot of different times in the first place. Okay. So first and foremost, if you're doing like, let's start with the eating side, cause that's going to be the most popular and the most common one that I typically get over and over. Okay. So here we go. Let me, let me, uh, let me address that for you right now. And I'll actually show, share with you how I was able to free myself from that once and for all. Okay. So here we go. Very simple, which is going to be okay. Give ourselves more options up front. Okay. More options up front the long-term game if you really want to shortcut everything and like stop playing some weird diet game and you want to be yourself and you want to be able to control your blood sugar with very little work and really just go back to being yourself right more than anything right kind of like get back that innocence that so like that so many of us had completely ripped out of our hands right here's literally how i do it like a snap you know snap of my fingers okay is to understand my numbers 
in and around everyday situations and foods, okay? And foods, and I'll show you right now, here's how to do it, okay? So number one, I will always use and eat from the four pillars, okay? The four pillars are easy. Um, I, I, they're included in the 21 day uh, you know, blood sugar challenge, but I'll tell you how you can find them out right now, okay? If you go to any diet, I don't care if it's a, if it's, if it's, you know, keto, vegan, you know, paleo, Mediterranean or whatever. Okay. Or even if you're watching a documentary or even if you're anything like me and you've printed out any of these lists online of foods that work, you know, that, that people have on these different diets, right? Start with all the foods that they all have in common, right? So if you have like, it's kind of like having the, uh, the tool set that they all, that brings them all together, right? So if they're like, Hey, I'm eating vegan. And you're like, well, yeah, let me show your, let me show, show me your diet list, you know, your food list. And you're like, yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Or someone's like, Hey, I'm doing paleo. Me too. Right. And you're like, Hey, I'm doing like, you know, Mediterranean or keto or whatever. And you're like, yeah, dude, show me your foods. Oh yeah. Me too. You know what I mean? And the funny part about that is, is like, we can go onto everything now since social media is free, YouTube's free, all this other stuff. We can literally go out, find what people are eating. Whenever people share or sharing off their, you know, showing off the results, their weight loss stories, their A1C stories, their blood sugar numbers, they're sharing their foods. Dude, take a picture of their foods. Okay. Take a picture, take a picture, take a picture of everybody's foods. And before you know it, you can literally see the same patterns over and over and over. And with, whether we're looking at the uh, a vegan approach or even a zero carb approach, okay, here's typically what we're going to find. We're going to find four main attributes that stand across across the uh, you know across the entire dietary spectrum. And here's what I mean, okay. So number one, if any diet is ever complaining or uh, can, uh, ever uh, claiming to control blood sugar, there's typically two things that they, they have right off the top, okay? Number one, obviously we don't wanna eat foods that are like Chinese food, right? Like at least like fried noodles and rice and stuff, right? Because it'll spike our blood sugar, right? So, low glycemic, okay? Foods that are low glycemic, that's pillar number one, okay? At the same time, if we ever look at <coughs> foods that are low glycemic, okay? They're going to include food like uh, apples, food like, um, you know, um, oatmeal, right? So like, if you're anything like me, you may have tried oatmeal, skyrockets the blood sugar, right? We don't want that. So that pillar all in itself is not complete. The next pillar that we put on top of that is low carbohydrate. Okay. So with those two pillars alone, you can literally reverse engineer the success behind a lot of these different diets too, that claim to control blood sugar. Why? Because we're positioning ourselves to control blood sugar before we even open our mouths, right? Those are the first two because that, that literally fits on everything from, you know, vegan, uh, you know, zero carb, dirty keto, pa- you know, paleo, Mediterranean, whatever it is. Okay. The third pillar is obviously <clears throat> um, whole foods, right? So when we look at all these different processed foods, have all these different chemicals, additives, we look up all the different issues with them, everything from like you know, um, ex- they cause excess water retention, excess fat retention. They slow down the metabolism. They can they cause like cancer and tumors in rats. Don't want to eat that stuff. Right. Obviously it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that part out. Right. Um, so we don't want to eat that. So that's pillar number three. Okay. Whole foods. Okay. And then, and then we also want to eat foods that have, um, m- that are nutrient rich and serve multiple purposes. Okay. Multiple purposes. Okay. And here's what I mean by that. Um, actually, no, I don't even get, get into that because there's a, there's a lot of different, um, a lot of different, uh, examples that I give you in the 21 day challenge. Okay. That's that. 
Okay. Now, when we, those are the three pillars. Aside from that, I also use what I call the three-step A1C shortcut. Okay. And so if you've ever done, at the end of the day, like if any, um, if any diet, if you will, is ever going to look at our blood sugar numbers, right? We might as well look at them too, right? And so here's what I mean by that. Um, there's three numbers that I would, a little three-step turn, if you will, that I'll, I'll give all, if anybody knows that, okay, um, and they're comfortable with that, I'll bet that against anybody doing any diet, okay? And here's why, okay? Because number one, they can apply it to not only every diet, but they can also apply it to foods that they eat every single day, Oh man, hold on one second here. They also apply it to foods that they eat every single day to now be themselves with very little work. Okay? So here's, here's what it is. Okay? So when we now look at, um, if we look at our, if we tip ourselves, okay, we, we look at our numbers with the, right before we take our first bite, one hour after that and another hour after that, that little three point turn. Okay? Those three numbers. Okay? That little blood sugar curve. Okay, that three-point turn really boils down to three simple steps. Okay, and here's what it, here's what they are. Here's what I ate. Here's what happened. Here's what I'm gonna do next. Okay, here's what I ate. Here's what happened. Here's what I'm gonna do next. Okay, so here's what it is. Okay, very very simple. Okay, when we understand those three numbers, there's really only three things that we can do. Okay, thing number one is to eliminate. Okay, okay for example, if I take a Tootsie Pop and I put that lollipop in my mouth and that lollipop, the blood sugar from that or the sugar from the lollipop spikes my blood sugar, okay, throw that thing. Okay, like not my favorite thing to do, but obviously these are the cards that we were dealt. Okay, number two is going to be um, either going to be playing defense or, okay, playing defense or swapping something out. Okay. Um, obviously we can fill up on foods that we already love that work well with our blood sugar. I don't want to get too, too into it because I've, uh, this, I go into a lot on the 21 day, uh, you know, blood sugar challenge. So if you want it, you can get it there. But basically let's say, for example, if I go to our family, our favorite family, um, hamburger place, right? So, um, actually it's this one called the hat. If you're in Southern California, um, it used to be fat burger, but now we got the hat. And so, <clears throat> Um, they have these pastrami burgers, okay? And they also have these chili cheese, you know, pastrami fries, which are like phenomenal, but in the chili, they use flour, right? French fries will jack me up, right? And all this other stuff. However, let's say I get a burger and I can either get a protein burger and I can either go like double on the cheese, double on the, you know, double on the patty, double on the pastrami. By the time I have this huge mound, okay, it looks like a mountain of food, okay, I can stuff my face and my blood, by the time I leather that thing down with like, you know, mustard and pickles and stuff like that, I'm going to stuff my face. I'll be full to the belly, right? I'll be stuffed, like blue in the face and my blood sugar ain't going to flinch for nothing. You know what I mean? Like I can stuff my face and like no worries, right? Um, at the same time, by the time I eat that, even if I did want to be human and have like a French fry or two, like it has, it's nothing compared to me eating the entire basket in the first place, right? I mean, now I don't even really eat them, right? That is, you know, playing defense, okay? Or we can swap it out, okay? So for example, um, let's say I go to, um, I, there's this uh, local barbecue place that we love. Uh, it's called Lucille's and we can, I can get a salad there. And on top of the salad, they'll typically put like your favorite entree. Okay. And so let's, let's say, let's say I have a smoked pork. Okay. And for whatever reason, the smoked pork spikes my blood sugar and I try it like plain. I try it with the mustard sauce. I try it with the smoky sauce. I try it with, you know, the spicy, the whatever sauce, no sauce. And for whatever reason, even if I have it plain, it spikes my blood sugar. All right, cool. Swap, right? Give me the smoked chicken. Give me the burnt ends. Give me the brisket. Okay. You don't got to Tell me hard on eating barbecue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Start with foods that we already like that, you know, that, that work well with 
our blood sugar, okay? When we understand what our numbers are in and around everyday situations, right? It might take a couple of minutes. Like that right there, I'll tell you right now, that right there is like the difference between sending two lumberjacks out in the field, okay? Because that's basically what we're dealt with when we're type 2 diabetics, right? Lumberjack number one is like, hey, do the XYZ diet. You know what I mean? And like, they're going to take this axe. And if you're anything like me, this isn't your first merry-go-round, right? It's not your first picnic, right? So we take this axe and we're swinging, okay? We're swinging, we're swinging, we're swinging, we're swinging. And then we're just like, man, like, dude, this sucks. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's the same old axe, the same dull old axe, at least I know for me, that has been swinging for like 20, 30 years. I, there's a lot of things I can learn, a lot of things I can appreciate. However, it just kind of ends up being the same thing. And at the end of the day, I wanted to be myself, right? Where the other lumberjack, now you take you and I, right? And you give us a sharpening stone. And all we do is take five minutes every day to just sharpen that little stone, right? And not only that, like, instead of swinging some dull, blunt object, right? We now have this razor sharp axe. It might not start razor sharp. However, if all we did was take five minutes every single day and maybe a couple five minute breaks here and there throughout the day, not only are we taking more breaks, not only are we getting way more done, it's taking way less work. And then people around us are like, dude, how are you doing it? That's how. Okay. The beautiful thing about that, here's what I ate, here's what happened, here's what I'm going to do next, that three step shortcut. If you actually time yourself, okay. I'm actually going to be releasing a, a YouTube video on uh, the fastest, easiest, uh, most effective, and most painless way to actually test ourselves. Three simple steps. Um, it usually takes like 30 seconds, okay, uh, to actually test, to actually tip ourselves and wait for the number to pop, okay? So, yeah, I mean, it's super simple, right? So, like, within a minute and a half, I can understand, I now have that th- those three numbers, and then now I know what to do, okay? And then before you know it, once we understand that, we can now apply what's called what I call the rule of five. And here's how to break free from, this is how would I use to break free from any diet, okay? When we understand that we can eat from those pillars of foods, when we understand that we can understand, our, we can understand what our blood sugar num- numbers are in real time, in a matter of seconds, and we can cut the crap on what anyone's ever trying to feed us, okay? It empowers us like anything else because now we can apply that to everyday foods. And simply by adding five foods, five meals, in one week, right? Like in one week. I'm not asking like every single day. Like, no, 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 dude. In a week, okay? When we look at the foods that are on, you know, that, ha- that, are, that stand on the four pillars, we're free. I look at vegan recipes all the time. I, I'm part of a vegan group. I, I'm part of a paleo group. I'm part of a low-carb group, a keto group, a zero-carb group. Why? Because I can easily eat from all of that stuff, no problem whatsoever. I have the freedom. When you understand this stuff, it gives you the freedom that you'll probably never get in any of those diets. The beautiful thing about that is, is that I don't even need to be in any of that stuff. I eat Mexican food. I eat drive through takeout burgers. I eat Chinese food. I eat at my parents' house. I cook for my family all the bloody time. And just like that, we now have the ability to slip that punch. We're not putting ourselves in the position to where that thing's going to come around and it's that much easier to come, right? It's, not, it's that much easier for it to happen over and over. So more than anything, I absolutely hope that serves you well. Um, man, if you, if you got any love out of this one, make sure that you like, subscribe, share it with somebody, and I'll definitely see you in the next one. Later.